Coming up on this episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. I'm very blessed again because I'm locked with my husband Paco, and I absolutely love it. Him? <laughs> maybe, maybe he likes it. He says he likes it, but who really knows? If you are a regular listener of my show, you know that there are a few topics that I like to revisit periodically. The majority of guys that I hear from via an older gay guy show at gmail.com are from single guys that are trying to navigate getting older when not in a relationship, but they still have a desire to find that special man to spend the rest of their lives with. Now, perhaps those of you in relationships can remember periods of your life when you were single and having difficulty finding or sustaining a decent relationship and the feelings that go along with that. Let's face it, (laughs) it isn't pleasant. And as someone who went through dark periods when I was single, I'm just so very aware of the dangers that can arise when you have gone through years of dating and it just seems endless and that you will never find the right person. Also, people who have been in long-term relationships that have now broken up and are having such a hard time returning to dating life, and especially to those who have had a boyfriend or a husband pass away, and how lost and alone they can feel. All of these reasons are why I return to the subjects of depression, suicide, isolation, and loneliness. For some who have been blessed not to have experienced loneliness, sometimes you may find these episodes a bit unrelatable to your lives. But, my friends, count yourself extremely lucky. But even if you have had enough family, friends, and relationships that you have not experienced true loneliness... I think these episodes can not only make you appreciate your good fortune in life, but I really hope that it might give you some feelings of empathy for those that suffer, rather than any kind of judgment of them. Loneliness is a silent killer. Loneliness can make you give up on life. This episode is titled, Senior Life Curse, Loneliness. I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you for joining me today. Swell, the world's first inflatable 10X anal plug is now offered by AdamMail.com. And as a listener of this show, Adam Mail is offering you an awesome special deal. You can get 50% off almost any one item, including free shipping, simply by using the code AOGGS. That stands for, of course, 
an older gay guy show. Use that at checkout. So go to adammail.com and sexy surf their product line, including the swell. Because it's swell. Oh, come on. That's good. I write my own copy now. Come on. That's not so bad. Ladies and gentlemen, by 2030, it is projected that there will be over 4 million LGBTQ seniors. There are many aspects of life that us older guys need to address as we continue to age. More socialization opportunities, housing concerns, mental health support groups, and access to caregivers are but a few of the serious issues that become more important as we get older. And as older gay men, we become more prey to physical assaults, threats, destruction of property, and of course, verbal abuse, which is rampant. There are such important issues that pop up as we age, it can become overwhelming, especially to those who live alone, without a relationship or family closeness or a bonded social circle. And there are so many older guys that face this. You might not realize the extent of how many are going through such turmoil and difficulty because we are taught not to show that to other people. You certainly don't want to express such feelings to strangers, but if you don't have people that you are comfortable with, that you can be yourself with, that will not judge you and can be a strong listener, you end up pushing all these feelings down inside you. That breeds loneliness. LGBTQ people face more loneliness, depression, anxiety, and physical disabilities than their straight counterparts. After decades of feeling alone and isolated, especially in rural communities, the psychological toll can really be devastating. Now, I am very fortunate in that I live in Boston, in Massachusetts, which is a very, very liberal state. For the most part, LGBTQ singles and couples are looked upon, fortunately, just as people. Sure, we have some incidents of violence and certainly those of verbal abuse, but they really are more isolated incidents rather than the norm. I attend to my medical needs at a large, state-of-the-art health center that caters specifically to the LGBTQ community. Everything from general health to mental health services, support groups for gay and transgender people, dental work, eye examination and prescription, and lesbian women's issues are all the best in their fields. And also, we are so fortunate to have some of the very best top doctors that deal with HIV-AIDS. 
People travel from all over New England to attend this center, and I've been a client there since 1991. Most LGBTQ people, unless they live in a large metropolitan area in a blue state, do not have these kinds of benefits. Massachusetts is such a tolerant state. The neighborhood that I live in is probably 30% gay, 50% black, 25% Latino, and all of us together with the many heterosexual families really have formed a neighborhood that helps each other. When we had a fire here in my house, up on the third floor, back in 2004, all the neighbors from this neighborhood showed up to help clean up the area, provide food, and offer whatever assistance we needed. They were a godsend. And the bond that my husband Paco and I have with our two housemates, I've joked before, but they really are similar to a golden girl household. I'm lucky and I count my blessings every freaking day. And part of what I do on here is to take the lessons that I learned from my past, back when I was lonely and alone and depressed and suicidal, and try to explain the methods that I used to pull myself out of those dark places. It didn't always work. And my life experiences may not help you in any way. But if I can make just a few of you feel just slightly less alone, then I will have accomplished my goal, really, of having this show. And I, I truly mean that from the heart. You know, you people, the people, you people, <laughs> the people, you people that I have heard from, uh, that have contacted me and we've corresponded, even if it's just a short message or just one email and we don't do beyond that, I am very touched by the people that I've spoken with. And so many of you are in pain. So many of you are really feeling alone. And COVID-19 just made that even worse because for the people that live alone all by themselves, they had to lock themselves in their house all by themselves. And there was no escape. There was no, well, at least I can go to a movie by myself or I can go to a place and get some dinner by myself or have a nice walk through the park. Something to get them out of the box of their home that they're living in. But you couldn't during this time. I'm very blessed again because I'm locked with my husband Paco and I absolutely love it. Him? <laughs> maybe, maybe he likes it. He says he likes it, but who really knows? And now he's going to be with me into early 2021 and having all this time with him. You know, he works, I go, I do my stuff, I go back, I give him a kiss, I I give him some tea, I leave, I go back and do stuff. It's just nice to be with someone. And there are so many people that aren't with someone. And the phone and texting and FaceTime, any of that, it only goes so far, you know? 
While most of you, of course, don't live in Boston, larger cities near you might have some sort of facilities that are similar to where I go. Perhaps if your area does not have a full-size LGBT center, if you check local gay newspapers, often in classified listings, there will be advertisements for LGBT-friendly doctors, including therapy groups and dentists, etc. Really, the classifieds in gay newspapers will contain LGBTQ-friendly businesses of all kind. And really, isn't it nice to be able to give back our patronage to businesses that are in the LGBTQ community? It's wonderful to support each other and to support those businesses. And of course, now, because of the stupid-ass virus, of course, so many of those are struggling and may not be there when all is said and done. So be sure to try to give your business to them. These smaller, they're not really mom-and-pop places because they're usually just gay men or gay women. They don't usually work in couples in these situations, but it's still nice to not give your business necessarily to just Home Depot or to Amazon or Walmart or any of the big stores, but relying on these smaller businesses that gay people have that might be able to provide the same things. And yes, certainly at a slightly higher cost. But isn't it so much better because that higher cost keeps our community together, I hope? I'll return to this content in just a few seconds after a notice. So on my other podcast, Beginner Diet and Fitness Show, I had started a 10-week diet that was being offered through the podcast and YouTube channel. And to be honest, it was a complete bust. Based on my analytics, almost no one was listening to the show or following the diet. Maybe that platform was just not conducive to having this type of group activity, trying to explain dieting and trying to get people to follow along with it. It just... I don't know. There's so many of those kinds of shows out there. It was very hard for me to stand out in any way. So I have halted those plans and I'm going to pause that podcast and return after the first of the year with just general diet and fitness content like I used to do in it without trying to have people diet together. Also, I'm trying to simplify some of my commitments, and I want to put more time and effort into an older Gay Guy Show podcast and YouTube channel. So, additionally, I am pausing my plans to start reading The Guys of Northridge on the Jockstrap Stories podcast. I will start that up probably in the spring of 2021, when I have more time to commit to doing that as best as possible, since I try to read that with different character voices. It takes time and planning, and it's just too much for me right now. I hope you understand, and that an older gay guy show will become better and better as I prioritize it for the next six months. So thank you for listening to these notices, and now, uh, back to today's 
topic. So if you are lonely and you're looking for companionship, one of the new ways that I've connected with like-minded people is through meetups. Now, while you cannot obviously get together in person right now, it is still important to realize that COVID-19 is not gone, and we older gays, especially those with compromised immune systems, are still very much in the danger zone, so we must stay vigilant in protecting ourselves. Since March 12th, I have left my home three times now, once to the veterinarian, once to the Hudson River Valley of New York to adopt Chumley, and the other day I took Chumley to an isolated stretch of rocky beach in an inlet near my home. I still will not go out to an area where I encounter people. Be wise. Do the same if you possibly can. But... In the meantime, you can connect with people in meetup groups. They have discussions going on. You can message the other members. Sometimes they'll do things via Zoom. And you can begin to participate with people that way. And honestly, if you are the shy type that would have a difficult time walking into an unknown group in person, meeting ahead of time via this online tool could be a great way to break the ice. Check for LGBT senior groups on Meetup based on your state and city. If none are near you, consider joining a group that is further away and explaining that there are no groups in your area. You will be accepted for sure. Or, maybe even better, start one of your own groups in your area. It's very easy. Go to meetup.com for information. Now, other online possibilities, because that's what we have to work with right now. Facebook has some groups that are pretty good. There's one called LGBT Seniors, another one called PALS, P-A-L-S, which stands for Planning Ahead for LGBT Seniors. There's LGBTQ Seniors for Equality, and a very important group, a very, very important group, LGBT Support for Depression and Anxiety, One Big Family. That's a great one. You will connect with a lot of people that are going through probably a lot of the same issues that you are, especially being locked away. Sometimes it can be upsetting to read some of the things that people write, but the the responses that people will give are so empathetic and so kind and trying to make the person feel that they are there for them, that they're not alone, that they can contact them at any time if they just need to talk. That's a great, great group. There's SAGE, I've mentioned this before, S-A-G-E, you want to go to Sage USA, and that's an advocacy and services group for LGBT elders. But if you are considering doing anything with any of these online groups, 
there are just some basic warnings that I just want to review because sometimes, you know, as we get older and we are signing up for various sites and they're constantly asking for the same information and they're giving you all of these uh, conditions to read, sometimes you have to fill out questionnaires and it's just sometimes is an endless process and you don't know who to trust or what groups to trust. So here are some, just some basic rules. Don't give out your personal information like your address or phone number. Although people may seem innocent, sometimes you just never know. By limiting your access to a person through solely a chat room, you can control how much contact you have with them. Never give out financial information. Not only should you not give this out voluntarily, you should be suspicious if someone you just met in a chat room starts asking about your finances. That is a private matter, one that should never be discussed in a chat room. If you decide to meet in person, very important folks, choose a public place. If you become friends with someone in a chat room who lives nearby, opportunities to meet in person may arise. If this does happen, be sure to meet in a public place and try to have someone else with you, at least for that initial meeting. This goes back to the fact that you never know these days. Someone may seem one way online, but they may act totally different in person. It's best to protect yourself by meeting in a public place with plenty of people around. And lastly, don't open up attachments or links from people that you don't know. If someone in a chat room or online somehow sends you a link or attachment that they insist you open, don't. The attachment could contain a virus that tries to obtain your personal information. The link may redirect you to a site that could also be dangerous for your computer or could link to inappropriate material. And I think I mentioned that a few years ago, I had my identity stolen for a short time. So I try very hard to make sure that anything that I do online, I'm not using my real personal information. Now, folks, I mentioned in other episodes that if you know of an LGBTQ senior that lives alone and seems to keep to themselves, please reach out to that individual. Most people that are lonely and shut away will not initiate the first steps in making any kind of connection. Sometimes it may take more than just one contact on your part if they are used to being alone. Of course, we can't force ourselves on other people, but sometimes a consistent, gentle reminder that they are welcome on a holiday celebration or to get together for coffee or even offering to drive them somewhere, sometimes that consistent reminder sends a signal that you are not just offering to be polite and that you will be there for the long run and not just make promises that aren't kept. Many times people that are shut away have been let down by society 
And maybe your friendly offer of friendship can make all the difference to one person's life. We will continue with more surrounding this topic in future episodes. And I am pleased to say we will continue with more Sweeps Period episodes in just a few days. If you haven't subscribed to an older Gay Guy Show podcast, please do so you will be notified whenever a new episode drops. And if you haven't had a chance to visit it, please check out an older Gay Guy Show YouTube channel. My best to all of you, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me today. Much love to all of you. Bye for now.